everyone and welcome back to my channel if you're new around here my name is emma norris i am an imperfect action coach author and the founder of progress co and i am also a psychology student so if you don't know i am studying a graduate diploma of psychology at the moment i have two subjects left and as I mentioned on this channel before, I was actually diagnosed with inattentive ADHD last year. So I actually did probably 50-60% of this degree and all of my past degree, which is in media and journalism, unmedicated with ADHD. Which was definitely challenging, both medicated and unmedicated. And as anyone with ADHD watching will know, it can make it really difficult to focus for long periods of time, especially if it's lecture content that you're not as interested in. Assignments can be a huge struggle, especially when we leave them to the last minute. Yeah, studying with ADHD, whether medicated or unmedicated, is definitely no easy feat. Luckily for me, my whole thing is finding productivity methods and tools that work with my ADHD, not against it. So today I actually wanted to come on and share five of the top tools that have been an absolute game changer for me when it comes to studying with ADHD. Some of them are kind of study aid tools, others are like focus and productivity tools. And these are really the things that have allowed me to do a lot better in this degree than my previous one and get all my assignments in on time and actually do a lot better than I would have expected. I've been averaging distinctions and high distinctions, which I'm you know, really proud of doing that while balancing it with work and building a brand and everything else. So I put a lot of that down to having these tools in my toolkit that allow me to get my study done when I need to. bit of background about my study. So as I mentioned, this is actually my second degree, basically winding it all the way back. I did my first degree right out of high school. So I finished my high school certificate as we have here in Australia and went straight into media and journalism, which is what I had always wanted to do. I always wanted to work in magazines. So I did that and I'm not going to lie, I really struggled the first time around with uni. I'm sure it was a combination of my ADHD, which I didn't know that I had at the time, but also just being a young person wanting to go out. I lived on campus for some of the time and I wanted to do that kind of thing um, much more than I wanted to study. So I was really bad then at leaving things to the last minute. I, I still can be because I find that I need the hyper focus of a deadline to really get me into the zone. But back then I was pulling all nighters and just really just scraping by at uni, which was fine. You know, back then I was very much of the mindset piece, get degrees and I graduated, although I did graduate late without the rest of my class because I stuffed up and didn't enroll in enough units because of my procrastination. But I did finish and I was actually gonna start a master's at the time. Actually, I've had two additional failed attempts at studying. So the first one was I started a master's of PR and advertising alongside one of my friends at the same uni as I did my first degree and the one I'm currently doing. But I ended up getting my job, my first job in magazines. Um, and I've shared more about my whole work 
history background in another video. Anyway, PR and advertising ended up not really being something that I wanted to do anyway, so it worked out. And then the second attempt at postgrad study was a few years into my career. I had become really interested in health and fitness and nutrition. So I actually started studying to become a nutritionist. And same thing, I think I got a few weeks into the first semester and realized that I was not going to be able to balance working full time in an office with doing that. So yeah, I dropped out of that as well. So yeah, my hex or student loan debt is, is fairly high with all these past attempts of studying and my current one. Fast forwarding to 2020, I had become really interested in self-development and how the mind works. I had done a life coaching certification, but I really wanted to deepen my knowledge and give myself a bit more credibility with what I'm doing and have some of the science to back up what I was teaching and coaching on and at the same time at the back of my mind I had always you know really wanted to go back and study and at this point I was a bit more established in my career I had eight to ten years working uh, in media up my sleeve so yeah I decided I wanted to do something else and I found this degree which is a graduate diploma in psychology which is like a postgrad degree you can do if you already have a degree and it was one and a half years part-time online yeah I thought it was perfect so I enrolled and I got in and I've been doing that ever since I guess it's a COVID degree because I can't remember exactly when I started. I think it was mid 2020 uh, and I've got two subjects left until I finish. Yeah, it's really taken me through <laughs> multiple COVID lockdowns, which is good. I certainly haven't been bored. It's very intensive, short, sharp bursts, which I find works really well for me with how I work. So rather than the typical uni or college experience where you're doing three or four subjects at a time, you actually just do one subject at a time for a six week period. You have two big assignments during that time and a online quiz to test your knowledge every month. So it's intense. Oh, and then you get two weeks in between those six week hex semesters, they're called. So it's definitely intense when you're in one of those hex semesters, but it just makes it so much easier to balance when you're just doing one subject at a time. Another thing that has been really different this time around at uni and something that I think has helped me do quite well is just that there's a lot more tools and resources around that are geared to helping ADHD and otherwise scattered brains stay focused and get things done and they like I've said have been an absolute lifeline for me so I wanted to share them with you guys in case any of you out there have ADHD us currently studying thinking of studying or don't have ADHD but just struggle with studying because it can be hard sometimes you know regardless of whether or not you're neurodivergent it can be start hard to stay focused especially during subjects you're less interested in so I think anyone can really benefit from these five tools I'm about to share. So the first tool I want to talk about is called Upward. Not to be confused with the freelancing tool Upwork. Upward is like a study knows organization system. I don't know about you, but when I'm writing uni assignments, like a critical analysis, I may have to reference and analyze and compare like 10 to 15 different um, studies and journal articles. And that can get really 
overwhelming to have to organize and absorb all that information. So basically what Upwork does is it allows you to upload those PDFs of those journals to its interface. Basically it uses like magic AI tools to analyze those articles and it has a couple of cool features. So one of them is, I think it's called magic highlights. So what it will do is go through and automatically highlight what it thinks is the most key information in that article. So you can just skim through and read those. And then there's also a summary tool. Say that article is like 15, 20,000 words. It'll condense just the most important information to 500, 600 words. And I find that just makes it so much more digestible. They also have a new feature, personalized summaries. It'll extract those key takeaways for you. And then you can um, basically go through and write those key points in your own words. And I find this really speeds up the process of writing an essay or another article, because you basically already have all the key points in your own words and you can just pick and choose from your various journals. I also really like how it allows you to organize your assignments into folders and it just really neatly organizes all um, the studies that you want to reference. Another thing I love about it as someone who has total shiny object syndrome when it comes to pretty things, it just makes your study experience so much more like aesthetic and fun and for me I just find that motivates me to do it. So I think there's just a free version at the moment, it's pretty robust. I know that they're in private beta at the moment, they tend to go through private beta in stages so I think you have to apply to use it but definitely check it out I think they accept people in and get them onboarded pretty quickly and this is definitely something that since I started using it maybe six months ago I've seen a huge improvement in my marks and my assignment and that's just because it makes it just easier for me to just organize all my information and absorb it. The second tool I wanna to talk about is a virtual co-working app called Centered. And I use this for all sorts of things, not just study, but I find it really helpful for if I'm traveling or just somewhere where I still need to get an assignment done. It basically just allows me to get in the zone quickly anytime and anywhere. And basically what it is, an on-demand virtual co-working app. So you'll choose if you wanna work for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, and you will join one of their centered flow halls where you'll work in a group setting with the feeling of accountability of people around you. They liken it to a virtual study hall or a cafe. So you can have your camera on or off, it's optional, it's sound off, but it's just really motivating seeing all these like little circles of people working around you. And they have all different soundtracks that you can choose from. I find that I need to have some sort of background noise when or music when I'm working, but nothing with like words in it because it's too distracting. It's like I have to use the same part of my brain. I really just enjoy Centered for allowing me to quickly get focused whenever I need to, when I'm studying and on the go. So they have a free version, which is pretty solid. You can do most of what you want to do on there. And then they also have a paid version, which I believe is 15 US dollars a month. You can do some cool things on there as well, like start your own private flow group. So I am starting one for our progress community, which I'm really excited about. But I think you can also join groups on their free version and do 
most of what you need to on there if you are on a shoestring student budget. Tool number three is a text-to-speech tool. It's called Speechify. And I don't know about you, but I find when I'm just reading long chunks of text that I just don't seem to like absorb anything. I'll realize that I haven't been <laughs> actually taking anything in for like the last three paragraphs. So I find I really need to absorb media in a few different ways in order for it to sink in. So basically what Speechify does is read out the text of a journal or textbook chapter or uh, any other piece of text and it will highlight the words as it's speaking. So that means you can listen and read along at the same time. I just find that this really improves my like absorption and comprehension and understanding when I'm reading. So I'm actually taking it in and not just passively reading. So it's pretty simple, but I find it really, really helpful. Upward has a tool that reads it out loud as well, but I find it to be not as strong as this one. Like this is the whole thing that Speechify does. So they have a free version, which is decent. I think there's a limit as to how much text you can have read out loud before you have to upgrade. And I also find that the voice in the free version is a little bit robotic, a little bit cyborg. I know they have some different voices that you can choose from in the premium version. So probably worth upgrading to that if you can swing it. I believe it's like 139 US dollars a year. They probably have some student discounts, you know, if they've partnered with your college or uni, it's definitely worth checking that out. But yeah, if you're someone like me and you just find that you need to like hear it, see it, experience something in order for it to actually make sense, definitely recommend Speechify. Tool number four is actually a referencing and citation tool. And I find that when I'm doing an assignment, referencing is the absolute bane of my existence. I absolutely hate it. I always leave it to the last minute or when I've got like an hour until my assignment's due. So this tool is called Scribber and it is a referencing tool that just makes my life so much easier. So basically how it works is you select your referencing style. Um, I know we use APA 7 at my uni for psychology, but in my previous degree, we use Harvard referencing. And I really like to use Scribber alongside Upward, which I mentioned previously. There's no integration or anything between the tools, but I find they work really well together because basically in Upward, you can create folders with all the journals you've, you've pulled from. And then from there, you can put the copy and paste the title of the journal into Scribber. And what it does is it pulls out all the relevant information. So the author names, the um, publishing date, the journal it was published in, and it formats it all properly um, according to the reference style you've selected, and it puts it all neatly and alphabetical into a reference list, which you can easily just copy and paste. Um, into your document in the exact right formatting and style when you're ready. And they also help with in-text citations, whether you wanna have it in the brackets or with the et al, and then you can just easily copy and paste that into um, your document for the in-text citation. So I think they do have a paid version, but I've never had to use it. They have it so you can make a login, so it seems to have an autosave. So there's been a few times where I've thought that I've lost all my references and nearly lost my shit. And then I've gone back into Scribber and they've all been there. And it's been such a relief. So yeah, I it's honestly just 
a huge godsend for referencing. And then the fifth and final tool I want to mention is another virtual co-working tool, but I use it in a kind of different way or for different tasks to Centered. Centered I really like for just non-committal co-working anytime, anywhere. And this one, Focus Made, is I really like to use it for really deep work where I absolutely need to get shit done. So Focus Made I've been using for a few years and honestly, I don't think I would have been able to write my book without it, but I also like to use it for study. If I've got an assignment due in three hours and I really need to knuckle down to finish it. So how it works is you book a time slot that you want to work. I think most of them are 50 minutes, but I think they might have the option for 25 minutes now. And basically it matches you with someone from anywhere in the world. You can filter by gender if you prefer, if you feel more comfortable working with a woman or a man or someone non-binary. So it will match you with someone and then you'll both enter the co-working session and share what you're both going to be working on. And then you just work away in tandem for 50 minutes um, on mute. And then a chime will go off when you're done and then you check back in about how you went. And just having that accountability, that external accountability or someone that you need to check back in with, you'd be surprised by how much you can get done in 50 minutes when you've got someone essentially they're babysitting you even though they're working on their own thing as well so focus me was definitely a little bit weird to get used to at first like the strangeness of working with someone you don't know and being on video with them but i got over that really quickly and it's changed my life basically i don't know how I would have done some of my big assignments or written my book without it. Um, so there is a free version and I believe you get five free sessions a week. Uh, and they also have a paid version that's unlimited. I think it's 15 or 20 US dollars a month. I don't know what I do without it. So those are my five top tools for studying with ADHD. I hope you found them helpful, whether you have ADHD or you don't. Sometimes we all just need a bit of help getting in the zone and not getting distracted. Uh, I would love to know if you've used any of these tools, if you have any others that you would recommend. So definitely let me know in the comments. I'm always looking for new tools to check out. And yeah, thank you for watching and I'll see you next time.